You're tuning in to the Black Hollywood Live Network, featuring news, interviews, and commentary on all things Black Hollywood. Hollywood redefined. From Los Angeles, California, streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies, this is Black Hollywood Live This Week. Featuring news and commentary on This Week in Black Hollywood. Black Hollywood Live. Hollywood redefined. You're listening to Black Hollywood Live. And now, the host for Black Hollywood Live This Week, Dario Kristen. Hey, what's up, everybody? You're watching Black Hollywood Live this week. I am your host, Daryl Kristen, and here joining me today is the beautiful Courtney Stewart. What's up, everybody? I like that little hair that you got going on. Honey, over there. it's hot. The girl couldn't put a wig on. Couldn't. I, it was too hot to be. <laughs> it was too hot to stay in my bathroom long enough to actually do my hair. Oh, my so God. I was like, I'm sweating. I was hot. I was like, it. it Jesus. Well, I'm sorry, y'all. I know I got a lot of head and a lot and of face. And I wish I could be wearing this. And I'm wearing on. a tent because it's comfortable. Praise hey, the Lord. You look good, though. I am Thank you. Thank you. All right. And also join us is DJ Jesse J. What's up? We got a great show today. We do. A lot of fun topics, including Straight Outta Compton announces the sequel and the cast. Oh, 50 Cent is being sued over stealing a manuscript. <laughs> oh, what? That's a mess. What, what? Vanessa Williams returns to the Miss America pageant, and Essence magazine highlights seven reasons why black men do not approach black women. Now we can finally understand Daryl. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's messed up. <laughs> don't, don't say that. You know, I'm gonna get those YouTube comments. That is not true. Yeah, I, I mean, am. we had the we have the topics already set, and all of a sudden we received a text message that was like, "I think we should enter this topic." Hey. And I was like, "You know what?" He's like, "I want to I'm make serve this topic up because I want to see what you got to say." Well, I'm just saying. You know, we can't the, wait. <laughs> The sisters out there like waiting to hear what Derek got to say. The sisters are just waiting. Oh, right. Whatever. All right. Well, that's all right. We're going to read the uh, buzzing me the question from last week, which was, who do you think is really at fault, Portia or Cynthia? We talked about them having a fight on the set of Real Housewives of Atlanta. Who do you guys think is actually the person who is at fault before I read the results? Of course, it's Portia. Yeah, I mean, well, I you just feel Portia. like there's way more Portia haters. Well. Or, um... People Believers. love Portia. They believe in the, the beast of Portia. Love that you. she would smack a bitch. Alright. Because she is a beast. She dragged a girl to the flow. She did. She did. To well the, flow. the audience agrees with you because Portia is at sixty four percent and Cynthia is at thirty six percent. Self defense. Self defense, Cynthia. Self defense. <laughs> well I can't wait to see it. Either way is gonna add to more ratings for the show, I'm I'll quite be sure. Watching. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Did you see that interview with Nene? Mm-mm. And she said that um, she didn't do Real Housewives of Atlanta. It had nothing to do with money. She felt like she's outgrown it. And that everyone that has been rumored to be a new housewife, honey, ain't a real housewife. Interesting. And take that as a fact. But is that by her standard? She's just like saying that they are not a housewife or that they're not. No, nope, she's saying the they will not be holding well, they a peach. Don't have a Miss peach. Amaya Scott will not be holding a peach. Miss, I'm assuming she was re- referencing. Well, I don't know about Kim, maybe. But she was I, saying that Sheree basically Marlowe. Well, and I, was, I'm I assuming knew maybe Kim won't. Well, maybe Kim will be the replacement. I assume that uh, Marlowe and Sheree would not be housewives again. Like, I figured they would just be. Yeah. Side chicks. Yeah. But um, Kim Fields is the one that I would presume is like the one they actually hired as a housewife. Yet Nene saying that throws some serious shade at Kim Fields. 
Boop, just boop. thought I just seen it this morning. Wanted to throw that tidbit out there. All right, well that's some nice tea there. All right, we're gonna move on to the buzzmeter question for today, which is: Are you excited to see the sequel for Straight Outta Compton? It's too soon. It's really well, soon. I can't even answer yet, but you well, kind of know my answer. Well, but I you guys let us know. We'll read those results next week. So let's move on to the trending topics with DJ Jesse J. Well, so let's go off that buzzmeter like question. We See this secret. I'm just kidding. I don't know why I went to like a country. <laughs> Welcome, Alabama. Are we went to like Kentucky? some. Yeah, yeah. Church. We went to church. We You got bluegrass. We went gospel. <laughs> right. We went a different direction. I felt like was that bears from the Disney. I don't. Know. Oh, the country oh, the bears. bears or the country. Well, the, the country, country time bears, bears or something like that. Okay, you know when you know. go to Disney and they oh, have right. a band like Chuck E. Okay. All right. Well, anyway, so maybe you guys have seen this. DPG for Life has been being promoted as the new sequel to Straight Out of Compton. However, However, it ain't associated to Straight Out of Compton. So it's Daz Dillinger, one of the original group members of the Dog Pound. Posted some pictures on his Instagram. These are not the actual pictures. <laughs> um, of s- apparently a set, and there being a filming of this DPG Dog Pound for Life, and that got out there. And I mean, I seen um, what's her name who did Cocoa Puffs, Afro Puffs. Oh, uh, Rage. Lady of Rage. Rage. She was there. Rage. Afro Puffs. Rage. Rock on with your bad self. I'm glad we still remember those lyrics, though. Very proud of us right now. I'm pretty sure that's all I know. Yeah, you're right. right. No, she had a couple other, but that's not what I know. But so all these people were filming. Dr. Dre's son was involved. He's Mm going to be playing a character on there. And people are just really wondering because... Already, there's a second sequel, but this has nothing to do with it. Uh, with Straight Outta Compton, they don't have a director, and they don't have funding for it. So I don't know how they're filming on a set with no director and it's no all funding. It's very confusing. I mean, I'm not surprised Story that they announced it, that there would be a sequel for the money that they're making of off the film. I mean, they do that I mean, all the time. I mean, in the way that they ended it, I assume that they already had, had a deal a, for some type of deal. another film, which is why this film... Could make sense, like the idea of where the next thing's going. Could but be a great lo- film, but it looks it, like the great value version of. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I was really confused too because they have Dr. Dre's real son in the image, saying that he might be one of the people who's cast as him for he the movie said, on TMZ. He said he is. He said he is, but, but then I was confused because I thought the rumor was that he didn't get cast for Stratton Compton because of his acting ability, and then I'm, doesn't make sense he didn't for me. Do O'Shea's class? Yeah, you know, World right. Star Hip Hop is producing this, like. So it's not really a sequel. It's some people that got together and decided to capitalize off of the fact that Straight Outta Compton was so successful and try to make their own film. And hopefully we can get on Which could be great, or it could be ratchet. And we'll find out. Well, Snoop also had a comment after the TMZ report came out. Oh, he did. He said, well, it was in reference to his own film. Because a lot of people have been asking, hey, you know, you had such a small part in Straight Outta Compton, but we we could tell that they wanted to develop more for your story. So he said that they are in the works of kind of, of figuring out are. a story for him. He said that he hasn't had time yet to really indulge and get into the nitty gritty of his story, mm-hmm. but there will be one. Of course. It's like the Marvel for West Coast rappers. Right. They have a lot to work with. Yeah. I mean, think about it. Like, they, And that's why I would be surprised if um, Cube and Universal didn't do some kind of multi-picture situation because there's enough to pull from to go forward. Like, the whole Aftermath uh, 
all of that. Death Row could be its own movie. Then after he left, Death Row could be a whole movie. Snoop Dogg got a own movie. The Dog Pound could have their own movie. Like, no, and then Universal should get into it and then do the East Coast, invite Eminem into it, 50 Cent, and like get the beefs going. Like yeah. This could be huge. Yeah. Could yeah. be. Rap movies? I mean, I, I, listen, I love the first one. I'd go definitely see this one. Boom. It just has to be done right. Good luck, guys. All right. Well, on that note, I want to talk about this. This is my favorite story of the week. You sounded real country when you said that, too. I don't know. I well, bet. on that note. See, this show's going to go two ways, guys, because I don't know if I'm drinking champagne or apple juice or sparkling apple cider. I think you're drinking sparkling grape juice. That's what it's I think. sparkling grape juice. Well, we'll know by the end of the show. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So the judge, there is a judge in Illinois who dismissed this lawsuit against the sperm bank. Have y'all heard about this? I did. Hot mess. So this one by the name of Jennifer Cramblett, she is she filed a lawsuit against the sperm bank for wrongful birth because basically what happened was <laughs> is her and her um, same sex partner went to the sperm bank wanted to get artificially inseminated by a white male so they could have a baby that looked like them. I'm assuming. And well, something got slipped up. They ended up with a black baby. And three years later, she's sitting here like, wait a minute. I'm starting to realize that there are cultural differences in this. And I don't really know how to raise a black baby. So she's suing the the sperm bank. Unfortunately, the judge dismissed the lawsuit uh, for wrongful birth because the term wrongful birth. I mean, it's referencing a, what is this, a legal cause of action Some common law countries in which the parents of a diseased child claim that their doctor failed to properly warn of risk or conceiving or giving birth to a child with serious genetic abnormalities. So that yeah, is and what they're saying birth. is that the baby actually was born healthy, so there's no wrongful there's birth involved. There's no wrongful involved. birth, which is interesting that that was the choice that they made when they decided to file the lawsuit right. to choose wrongful birth. Right. I think that's just them being ignorant to not knowing terms. I'm going to hope let's your lawyer should not be oh, ignorant. Yeah, I was to say, yeah, that's what I was going to say. Your lawyer should, should be able to advise you on what the proper language is for you to file a lawsuit, by sure the way. that. Because so basically the judge dismissed the case and is telling them to uh, refile under negligence. Which makes sense. Right. That makes perfect sense. And now, then they also said a breach of warranty was the other one, right? That was yeah, the, but the sperm bank has already filed an apology and also given them a partial refund, which I don't know how you do that. Like, You need, okay, cash. you need a full refund, first of all. Yeah. I mean, at the end of the day, I don't fault this woman because this is not what she was expecting. I, right. mean, she, is, I guess she could have adopted if she was like... She bought a product. She, bu- right. she was given uh, the wrong product. She was given She the bought r- some sperm. Yeah. She bought a white man's sperm, and she was given a black man's sperm, supposedly. And right. She's going to blame <laughs> it on Allegedly. Right. Yeah, right, right. Okay, because the funny part is, I'm not judging you, lady. I don't know who you are. But when I first read the article, I'm like, girl, I, you sure you didn't slip up <laughs> right. right before you got that I don't know what happened. And you trying to be like, oh my goodness, y'all gave me Girl, no, she don't look like she was letting no man up inside her cooler. You'll be surprised. I mean, I would. There's websites for that, honey. <gasps> for what? For people, you know, searching for random encounters yeah. when they are in a same-sex situation, but they want to have a yeah. non-same-sex situation, yeah. but they just want it to be like a, you know, one-time experience or whatever. There's everything on the internet. Girl, she looks like Justin Bieber. Either way, whatever. She looks like Ellen. Jeff Bieber. What are you talking about? <laughs> you said Jeff Bieber. That's horrible. She does. I'm actually, no, she looks Kidding. like Jeff Foxworthy. She does look like she Jeff Foxworthy. She kind of does look like actually, Jeff Foxworthy. But with a real black girl haircut. 
she got that she got that Rachel no she got that you know what is that when the day when the white girls used to try and get the black girl haircut from back in the day that's what it reminds me of Terry you're trying to be a funny meme and it's not working I'm not trying to be a funny meme this is the this is I want to speak to your I want to speak to your manager haircut uh, or does she work at McDonald's haircut? Oh my god. And now it's just going too far. Either way, she bought a product supposedly and didn't get what she purchased. I mean, sure. I just like, I don't even understand how this can even be a conversation when there's a, an actual child in the situation. Like, it does kind of suck for the kid because she's going to wake up one more and be like, Mom, you sued them because I'm black? <laughs> like, you had an issue. Like, I can understand, like, yeah, but I, immediately, I still, I'm a falter, though. But like you notice that in the child when the child came out. I mean, maybe I don't. I don't really know. How maybe she thought the dad was Italian. She's like, oh, he's Italian. <laughs> or maybe the baby just had dark ears and you know was white when she was born. So then right. as she got older, you're like, wait a second, this is a black baby. Right? Because you know some yeah. of us look white. I yeah. looked white when I was a baby, and I certainly ain't white. Well, so that happened. <laughs> So that happened. Good luck with all. that. Good luck, girl. She's hope, filing again. You know I mean? She's filing again. Hopefully, you refile. I think again she'll win. And you win, and you get take all she'll that money like $2 and you invest it yeah. into the child. Yeah. Or, or invested to cultural studies because sure. she said one of her arguments were is that she had never been raised around black people I and that her family, her family had been sort of racist in their thinking with certain things. So, which is fair and interestingly, fair. It, it's honest. It's honest, but and maybe she should put that some of that money into cultural. Hopefully, studies. and she will love the baby and, and then learn to love to other people of color. And I'll be fair, going through a bunch of their pictures, like I mean, they look like they love her. They love her. They love the baby. It's just hard to hear. Yeah, that conversation, especially the wrongful birth thing. Yeah, like yeah. that was what you chose. <laughs> Well, we're going to blame the lawyer. We're going to blame one. the lawyer, actually. Well, on that note, we want you guys <laughs> to head on over to our sister site, AfterBuzz TV, whatever your favorite TV show is. As soon as it's done, head over to AfterBuzz TV, and we'll be over there talking about it. You know, hey. me and Corny be talking about Real Housewives, Love and Hip Hop. Me and Daryl will be talking about WAGs. We just be there. So check us out at AfterBuzzTV.com. I was sad I didn't see you on WAGs this week, Daryl. I'm sorry. I'll be back this Tuesday. It hurt though. my feelings. I'm sorry. I will be back okay. to my favorite TV show right now. <laughs> Okay. All right, we're going to move on to gossip with Courtney Stewart. Gossip and rumors. Well, y'all, what is this we can one? all say amen. Hey. Because after 32 years, 32 years of being ostracized and called every name in the book, Miss Vanessa Williams, who was the original, the first black Miss America has made her way back and will be the head judge on Miss America on Saturday night, guys. This just goes to show bullshit. For those of you guys that don't know what's up, because maybe you're under the age of 32, (laughs) or even if you're under the age of 35, you may not know because you weren't old enough. But 32 years ago, Miss Vanessa Williams won Miss America. She was the first black Miss America. She reigned hard all over the country for like 10 months going to meetings, taking pictures it was so crazy that they had to have snipers on buildings in the south because people were so pissed off that there was a black Miss America so she really went through it, she was getting death threats the FBI had to be all involved and it was nuts but anyway she reigned for 10 months thought everything was kosher and then penthouse for those of y'all that don't know what Penthouse is, it was supposed to be the nasty version of Playboy. Oh my god! I and it is. The, it, yes, it was. It was. The or is? Na- is I, mean, I don't know. Is it still if it still exists. I don't know. My, listen, I ain't gonna lie. My dad had plenty in the closet <laughs> that I found. I ain't gonna lie to you. And yes, I looked at plenty. And I yes. 
Mm-hmm. Did you see Vanessa's picture? Later on in life, yes, I did. Oh, okay. And he actually had it in a, um, a plastic. plastic. That's a collector's yeah, item. It's collector's it's item. It's definitely worth yeah, some money. Absolutely. Um, so basically what had happened was, is two years before she did Miss America, she had taken some photographs and perhaps got cold feet. Whatever it was, decided they, it was agreed that those photos would not be released. But then after she reigned as Miss America, some shady boots person released some pictures. And a lot of people Shame. are like shocked. Like in the world that we live in now, like that would not be shady. Like, for taking a picture. <laughs> they, no, they do it then, to get a career now. What are you talking well, yeah. about? But back then, it was actually like if somebody said they wouldn't release the pictures, they weren't going to release the pictures. Right, right. So it was a big deal. The pictures came out. Miss America organization was like, oh no, we cannot have any hoes on our stage or wearing our crown. You must resign. She had to resign. She in 72 had to hours. resign in seventy-two hours, and obviously, it was very tragic for her. But she turned. Lemons into lemonade, y'all, because she eventually left there and went on to become a Grammy, Emmy, and Tony nominated singer and actress, and Eat has cat. sold over seven million albums and is doing fabulously well. And now returning back to Miss America, so there you go. And she's on as a judge. They are. As the lead judge, lead judge. She is the head yacht in charge. So is Miss America the Donald Trump thing? No, that's Miss USA. That's right? Miss USA. Oh, okay, because yeah. I was like, so now because of the whole Donald Trump thing, they need another stunt, so they pull her to be the stunt queen. No, it's because it takes me like okay. So for thirty years it wasn't acceptable. Now it's acceptable. Well, it's their ninety fifth anniversary, so I think it just kind of like worked as like a thing to do because nobody nobody watches pageants anymore. She got the last laugh anyway. Yeah, yeah, in the end, yeah, she definitely got the last laugh. But you know, she's going to be with a few judges like Danica McKellar. You don't know who she is. She was on Wonder Years. Uh, Apparently, Nick Jonas. He's doing some music. Well, he does know a beautiful woman, so. Hey, Nick Jonas. You like your little Nick, Nick Jonas? Is, Nick is doing okay. I'm good with him. Zendaya's going to be on there. Amy Purdy's going to be judging. Kevin O'Leary, don't know who that is. And Taya Kyle also judges. So, All right. there you go. You guys can watch it on Saturday at like 9 o'clock. Congratulations, Vanessa. Go, Vanessa. Go, Vanessa. Is she the most successful Winner? I would imagine. Unless, I mean, well, Kenya Moore is kind of like really amazing. But that was Miss USA, yeah. But, you know. <laughs> I think there was. Uh, I remember seeing some others. That were, we had too long conversation. Maybe, maybe the like idea a, that you can't even think of yeah, who it would yeah. be, like unless it's somebody that we just don't know was Miss America. That's huge, but yeah, I don't. Sure. Uh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. I think we would know if she was like a Miss America and then like went on to be like a superstar, right? And they didn't get the crown taken away like she did in trial. She still worked it out, and she actually just did an interview where she was talking about how her family was still such a strong support in her life when all this stuff happened to her yeah. when she was young, and she was saying that her parents didn't even change their phone number. Um, so they used to get death threats. They used mm-hmm. to get all these, all these things that are happening. People come up to the house. She said the parents still stayed the rock and would support her all the way. So they did. she said that was one of the bigger aspects that let her be able to have the confidence to transform her career after that craziness. That it's went on. craziness. She's so she's, pretty. She's still a beautiful woman. She's gorgeous. I mean, she's still fabulous. Hands down. And she's, she I think definitely she's, looks I think she looks different. better like now than she I think she does now. Yeah. But that was like eighties makeup and eighties yeah. hair, so yeah. it was rough. Oh well. Moving on. <laughs> More gossip. So, word on the street is 50 Cent done stole somebody's script, y'all. So, all of you guys out there watching Power, I am just started because I just discovered that I actually have stars, and I don't know if it's temporary, but... Uh-huh. Uh, I just got it, too, and it gave me about six months free. Maybe that's what's going on, yeah. but I was like, oh, snap! So, I can finally yeah. watch it. But, okay, so, if you watch Power, supposedly, 50 Cent, he's currently being sued because... 
this guy named Larry Johnson, who is a writer, supposedly wrote a manuscript called Tribulation of a Ghetto Kid. And in 2005, he sent it to a woman by the name of Nikki Turner, who at the time was working for 50 Cent at G-Unit Books. He says his book was eventually published elsewhere, but he believes that Nikki showed that manuscript to 50. And so now he's claiming, like, when he saw the premiere of Power in 2014 about a drug dealer who's trying to go legit, like, it's like a carbon copy of his manuscript. He said... I can't with the details that they give. I, I mean, like the details why. were. <laughs> it's, it's just, it's it was real tough. To, yeah, it's so, gonna be thrown out of court. I'm sure. The primary character has a goatee. What? That's real. That's real, Jesse. That's real. He said his pen name, nickname, used to be Ghost, which is the title character of Power's name, nickname Ghost. So, and uh, on Power. <laughs> The dude ghost is like a has owns the hottest nightclub, nightclub. in New York. Yeah. In his manuscript, he owned the hottest nightclub in Atlanta. In Atlanta, so it's got to yeah. be the same it's thing. Be the same it's thing. got to be. I the mean, same I connected the dots on my own just and now. Just from that, he had a he got a goatee. A, his name is Ghost, and he owned a nightclub. That's a twenty million thousand, two hundred million dollar lawsuit to make it all right, y'all. I mean, Larry shit. Johnson owed two hundred million dollars. I don't even think Power done made that kind of money. Mm. If I'm keeping it really real, yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, Fifty is a very much um, sued man. I mean, he got sued by the well, he lost that manufacturers. Last, he lost that last lawsuit. The the Rick the Ross baby mama, mm-hmm. the sex tape thing. He had to he pay her five million, one. right, or something like that. Yes, so he did. He, you know, so maybe there's some grounds, but sorry. not saying that that. Is equaling to that he stole this story. Exactly. And I mean, $200 million? Come I mean, on, I guess you got to ask for the moon and then you get whatever Come you on. get. $200 million. We know 50 just filed for bankruptcy. He right. got no cash. Right, bankruptcy. Right. Bankruptcy. Right. So basically, he figured out how to hide his money so you can't get to it with right. your $200 million lawsuit, player. Right. I don't know. I'm just like, I wouldn't be surprised if 50 knows this person and this is all just a scam to keep power in the media field. Be. I could because see that. That's he, a good point. Literally, his effing vodka is, it says, it says girl backside and it says no puffy juice. So he's, with his vodka, he's even trying to com- start beef. So I just think that this is a plant. But let me tell you PR. something, Mr. 50 Cent. We were very, very, very happy that you sponsored our BHO anniversary party with that effing vodka. I'll drink effing all of, over Ciroc. All of us enjoyed that. Don't get it twisted. It's definitely <laughs> not Ciroc, like, and I'm good with that. So I'm not mad. That cucumber. But, I mean, mm. and cucumber in the end, can we really be mad right if he's now? trying to, like, get people to watch the show, like, and pay attention? So Well, people are loving it. I mean, it's... No, I'd be irritated, you know. too, if people were watching Empire Over Power. Shame. Well, I mean, some people just don't have stars. That, I mean, that's a real reason, because you know if Power was on Fox, I'd be on it. I'd be right. interested to see what the ratings for each one would be. Well, I'm sure. I mean, Empire's huge. Yeah. It, the Power doesn't even compare. Well, no, no, no. If Power was on a network. Like, like oh, that. same. Yeah. yeah, I feel you. That would be interesting. But that lawsuit sounds like me going to try to sue Shonda Rhimes to be like, you got a black girl <laughs> working <laughs> that likes coats. <laughs> <laughs> And she, no, white and man. she had Afro-like hair when she went to the beach that time. 
you stole my life. Right, right. <laughs> you stole my life. Right. That makes no sense. So, right. whatever. Hopefully there's more detail than that, so it's not ridiculous. But well, the article also said that the lawyers are even saying that it'll, they don't absurd. think it's going to make it to it's court. Absurd. So, Darren, actually, you might be able to sue 50 Cent, because... He stole my beard. He stole your hair. And my no, hairline. He stole your lineup. Line he stole my lineup. 50, I'm coming after you. 200 million for stealing my lineup. <laughs> It's messed up. A mess. And, and my shirt, actually. He wear blue. Because I wear checkers. You do have that shirt. I do got that shirt. I seen it. I seen it. I'll be your witness right. in court. <laughs> all right. I well, need a cut. Good luck with Sue and 50. We will be interested to see how this all happens and what happens Ooh, after out. this. And turns, turns out. All that fun mm-hmm. stuff. All right. Well, we're going to move on to uh, some more stories. But before we do that, I want to remind everyone to go to DraftKings.com. Because Please. if you play hey, fantasy hey, football, which, Courtney, well, we were talking about this last week. Do you play a little bit? You're trying I've to never in played it? in my life. I don't even really understand how it works. But I'm starting to think that maybe I should because I didn't realize there was that much money involved. Lots right. of money. Right. There's two big prizes. The first prize is... Two million, two million. Two million dollars. Second prize is one, $1 million. million dollars. But there's over ten million dollars worth in, in prizes. prizes. Yes. Cash prizes. And they said this Point. is different Points. from any fantasy football league because you can play whenever you want to. Mm-hmm. You can go to, you know, you can stop and go back and you have a chance to win these major prizes and all you have to do is go to DraftKings.com and type in the code black and you get eligible to play and why are you holding your face? <laughs> Just I'm black. You're black. Yes. Well, you, you should be able to remember. Easy to remember. We, we all can remember the password very easily. Shit, I'm going to forget it. Right. Exactly. <laughs> well, go it. play. Get a chance to win these prizes because if you know what, I'm tell you something. If I win two million, y'all ain't gonna see me. You ain't gonna see me. I'm sure. You're gonna see me. You I'm miss su- my Instagram. I'm gonna su- su- I'm gonna be back on that beach with my afro. <laughs> right. I'm gonna right. sue Dario for 150,000 <laughs> for, 150, for having a goatee. <laughs> he that, stole my mustache. Or having a bracelet that you got a bracelet. Stole my skin color. You black. All right. Check that out. Jobkings.com. Code name black. All right. We're gonna move on to the ER Web Story Spotlight of the Week. And we will not have music today, so that is okay. All right, so this story has been in the news as well this week. Uh, reality TV is at the at its ratings high with a lot of networks, and a lot of networks are trying new things with their reality TV shows. And one storyline that has hit love and hip-hop Hollywood has been the relationship between two gay males. Uh, it is between model producer Milan Christopher and rapper Miles Brock, and it's catching a lot of attention because a lot of people are now starting to write things and say, is reality TV ready to embrace the gay man relationship? I mean, we've seen gay men on other reality shows, but they weren't really the lead characters. Now, these two actually are having a lead portion of the show, and there's a lot of feedback back and forth from people on their responses from it. We've also seen TMZ reported from some of the cast members like Omarion and Ray J and Fizz, uh, that they were refusing to do scenes with the couple because they said they didn't really, you know, want this couple on the show and felt like it wasn't a representation of African Americans and who we are, um, and they just were offended by it overall. So there's been a lot of tweets that have been going on. For example, I'll give you a couple. At Fierce Swag said, "I'm so happy now. Hip hop can grow and have a gay couple on the show. Now that it now this is a progress. Now this is progress." Uh, Uchi softly tweeted. <laughs> <laughs> Tara, where are you getting these sources I like from? these names, Uchi Softly. VH1 is about to lose ratings with the soft porn storyline for the gay characters. What do you guys think about this storyline? And do you think that it is making things better? Or is it going to be something that you just think is it, TV's not ready for it yet? I mean, okay, I think TV is ready for it. I think we've seen 
certain slips of it on TV. I think with this situation, though, I don't know if it helps better because there's so many gossip and so many rumors swirling this couple that they're faking it, that they're... The reason some of the guys didn't want to film with them is because one of them is a celebrity escort and like some things like that. There's those kind of conversations. Watching it, it didn't come off really authentic. Um, I mean, I, it just looks forced. It's like you're telling me that you're a DL man, but you're on national television right, outing the right. situation. Now, then I know the backfire to that could be, well, I felt like it was my time to have this discussion. Well, that's fine, but the scenes you're acting out, you're literally acting. Right. That's just how I'm taking it. So now we're not getting a real portrayal of a, a DL relationship or even an actual just gay relationship. But, I mean, what it seems like is Milan is gay and Miles is supposedly DL. Right. If I mean, I don't know. I'm just like, okay. Um, but I think we're ready for it. I think this show is going to probably not allow people to take it seriously, though. On a different platform... I think so, but I don't think a lot of people come off of love and hip hop and are looked at seriously. Okay, Courtney, do you think it's educating, or do you think? You're <laughs> I'm sorry, you, you just like, asked you me like if that. I think you love like, and hip hop Hollywood like is educating. Yeah, you no. like that? <laughs> that was on purpose. I know you think this is an educational show for everyone to be aware and to embrace LGBT. I feel like we should just not even have the conversation because it's love and hip hop Hollywood. I, I nothing about it is real, honest, authentic, or positive in all reality. It's literally, to me, trash entertainment that gives a platform for people that want to get their names back out there and on people's lips because people talk about it because it is ratchet and it is crazy. So from a business perspective, I understand why people do it, like Omarion and, you know, whatever, like you have to keep yourself in the spotlight in this business some kind of way and in that regard, that's a way for you to do it, so you do it. As far as educating us on a positive or on a real life, I don't want to say positive because I'm not trying to put value judgment on it, but on a gay relationship uh, please um, no I'm not looking at love and hip hop to do that ever yeah I mean if it was on a different show I would maybe have a different perspective of it I mean because they've talked about how Miss Lawrence for example who was on Real Housewives of Atlanta and, um, and the um, the prancing elites elites that you've interviewed as well um, how some of those shows they still have not made well. Prancing Elite's a little different, but like Miss Lawrence is not a main character. They, they say she's like the, because she's the not gay a housewife, BFF. right? I he's know that. not a housewife. He's not a housewife, and he's not transgender to be calling him a her. Right. Well, that's fine. But well, what, he calls himself. He does her, call himself her. By the so way, so he can yeah. decide. He can decide. What yes. he is apparently. But they're saying that this could be more major because of the fact him? that these are two lead characters, gender non-conformed, on a reality show. I mean, so that's where they're saying that's how it's changing. Uh, okay, sure. Wait, what? Is that new? Great. But I mean, you can't be a lead character on Love and Hip Hop. There's like a cast. First of all, they're not lead people. characters on Love and Hip Hop. They ain't holding no diamonds, peaches, or whatever they hold on. They're, they're not, not main even, characters. Are they in the opening? No, they're not in the I think, opening. I feel like all the girls are the only ones in the opening. No, no, on Love and Hip Hop Hollywood, it's Omari on Soldier Boy. But the thing is, is like this is what irritated me. Stop throwing! It's like stop throwing stones. So here he goes. So I'm like, no one wants to film with me because I'm gay. No, they don't want to film with you because you're not credible. Like your bio says that you've worked with Beyonce and Kanye West. Which and one is this? Who you're talking Milan. about? Milan. Milan. Okay. But like, 
I don't see those videos. I really tried to look to find them, but they I can't. And you don't have a real website and an IMDb and credentials. So for someone like Soldier Boy, who doesn't have that much success right now, but felt like he put a lot of work in this industry to look at this new kid and oh, now I'm just gonna do a scene with you because you're gay and that's your storyline. I'm supposed to do a track with you. Like first of all, I've seen your music. The saying from him, it's his standpoint. He's looking at your music like. Maybe it's not his type of music. I've heard his music. I like one song that's actually pretty dope. The rest of it's kind of eh. So to take it and turn it into, oh, they don't want to do this because I'm gay, because I'm gay, and now you're slandering these men because of that. Like To me, that irks me. Because Omarion has boldly said, like, that's cool. I understand why they're putting him on the show. I didn't hear anything Omarion say anything negative about it. So that irritates me with the whole situation for him to be coming in and that but I get it I kind of wish that there was a transgendered on the show versus the gay couple because I think that would have been interesting to get like her messing with a rapper and right. and understanding Change, that, that conversation that yeah. and that to me would have came yeah. off more authentic than Hazley was talking to this kid and then all of a sudden like yeah there with this delusional girl who thinks she's the hottest hip hop rapper in which the world. is also to make like and then they put her but she put herself because she obviously knows what's going on because he's obviously not in the closet anymore because he's filming the shows. Right. So it just I don't I, of all the things that they could have done. Like and you've been friends with that man for thirteen years. Thirteen and years. Been catching and you, yeah, it's just I don't buy it. That's in true. the end, that's the problem. We don't yeah. buy it. It's just junk TV. Junk TV. Well, we'll see how the ratings continue to oh, go because it started continue. September 7th. I don't so. know. Well, Honestly, Hollywood has never yeah. been the one. I it's feel Atlanta. Like it's Atlanta, just yeah. like with Housewives. But I feel like, but also because I feel like Hollywood from the beginning was contrived. Yeah. But it also has season, the most real, like, actual, like, people, people I would consider for love and hip hop. But I mean, now it's, I don't know. Now taking those two guys and putting them on there, that discredits it from having Tia Marie, Omarion, and whatever. Having, uh, I mean, Hazelie, whatever, fine, because she's friends with Tia, you know. And then there's going to be these two other, a producer and something else. But I think going off of that, it's like, we they just keep throwing. It's like I say about Housewives. You keep throwing things in there, and it's like, now what's the show about? Right. Like. I'm confused. There's kind of a lot of things going on. It's like Elmo. Blah. Well, some women may be saying blah after I read this <laughs> this next piece of information that was published in Essence.com. You need to stop so saying that. Needs. We're about to fight right now on air. All right, so Essence.com published a uh, story about seven reasons why single black men do not approach black women. I'm going to read them, and then I will let Courtney comment as much as she wants as she's giving why? us the cross out right black. now. No, because you are ready for this. You've been gearing up for this. I've been gearing up for anything. You've been gearing up for this. All right, here are the seven reasons. Number one, black women don't seem as fun as women of other races. Please leave your comments to the end of the seven, please, Courtney. Number two, black women look like they can't be bothered. Number, number three, black women don't offer enough support to their men. Because your ass need to get a job. <laughs> number four, black women are more inhibited sexually. Because you're nasty. Number five, black women want what they want when they want it. <laughs> Who the fuck doesn't? Like- number six, black women, uh, black women um, friendliness is often misunderstood. 
Because I don't like you. And number seven, black women put more pressure on relationship progression and marriage than other races. Because I'm not your hoe. Alrighty. Well, let's go ahead and rewind that and remix (laughs) it a little bit and find out how you truly feel about this. I mean, I read that. I was fine with it. No, I'm not super friendly. If I don't like you, I don't like you. If I don't want to be approached, I don't want to be approached. Like, okay, sorry. Like, you're not strong enough to, like, man up. If you think I'm hot and roll over anyway and say hello, then you don't need to date me because you're not cool enough. You ain't strong enough. You obviously ain't smart enough. So go to hell. Like, I don't, like, I don't. And in that order. (laughs) And in that order. Whatever. I'm not offended. I think it's amusing, actually. I mean, okay, here's the thing. So, the only thing that offends me is that the black girls aren't fun. I'm totally fun. You I'm are so a lot of fun. fun. You actually are a lot of fun. I'm so much fun. You are a lot of so fun. So it's just rude. What? I think it's a cop-out. That is a really rude, like... It's kind of a cop-out. Like, I give it... Black I, girls aren't fun. Like, who says that? Well, I know it, like, went through, like, a description of, like... I know what it is. Boring-ass white girls. Yeah. I know what they mean by it. But, like, there's all kind of, like... I know a lot of fun black girls. Racist undertone... On both sides, because I could, I know the racistness of a black girl towards the other girls that I would be like, yeah, you saying I'm not fun because some stuff that I wouldn't say on air because it's racist and I know it towards the white folks. So, I, like, I get it and I understand and I don't think it's like empty or ridiculous. I think that there are legitimately a large number of men that probably feel this way. Well, they took a huge they pool of men. They took a huge pool of men. Yeah. I'm sure there's lots of men that feel that way, but in the end it goes down to that whole like thing about black women have lived in this country and been shat on for since the fucking beginning of the country and so we exist in a space of strength most of the time and that comes across as bitchy it comes across as not fun it comes across as blah 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 blah, blah. because if we're we're open and friendly and trying to go after guys you're a gold digger you're a hoe yeah, that's if what the you said, are yeah. you know closed off and like just trying to be about what's your business and you don't need a man and you too you know emasculating and all this other shit so whatever you need to just be a strong ass man come correct and the right woman is going to be like cool like the rest of that is nonsense like move on so you don't have a problem with them with the, when the black man goes to another race then, no. if, he, if he feels some of these things Look, are taking place I have place. no confusion about who needs to deal with me and I can only speak for myself I can't speak for like the majority of black women in the world I know there's lots of black women that still have problems when they see a black dude with a white girl I don't care personally because I'm just not that person I think that it's sad when a black man is like, I only date white girls. girls. Yeah. Well, that's a bigger that's, issue. to me, that's weird that's and something's wrong with you. And I actually know some cats who are like that. I know lots of people who are like that. So I think get when that's a problem. But like in life in general, like, I mean, I'm not the friendliest face. Like, and if you look scared to approach me, then we can't be friends anyway because you a punk. And I can't do with well, you Okay, anyway. well, let me, let me come to this because I, I have some friends. I have a friend in particular, actually. We just had this conversation. We were talking about this because I thought this was interesting. This is one of the story I wanted to bring today because, no. yes, you know I wanted to bring this story because <laughs> you, you have a, <laughs> you're funny. Daryl likes black girls. All you black girls out there listening, I just mess Don't with him. Don't leave any comments about no, him No, please leave comments. I, I, think it's messed, I think it's messed he up because. light skin. But, but he, I mean, that's I mean, not that, his that, fault. that is not totally that is not joking. true. I'm completely that kidding. Not true. I'm totally kidding. I'm kidding. I like what was all the black women. You were gonna... Well, what I was yes. going to say is that I had a friend. <laughs> right, so you're trying to keep it intelligent. Right, keep it intelligent. <laughs> I was going to use a reference of a friend of mine. We were having this conversation about this, and he does only date white women. And I asked him. I said, "Why do you only date white women?" He said, "When, when I was growing up, I always got played by black girls." They never wanted to check for me. He said, when I got successful, then it's like all of a sudden 
black women were after me. And he said, but white women, and not just white women, he dates Mexican women as well. He said, or other races, I think he dates <laughs> Asians too. So Just Mexicans, so if they were Puerto Rican. No, but he does have a, a, a trust me, he has preferences, believe me. Um, but he said that they always were in his corner, even when he didn't have anything, and then all of a sudden he felt like, okay, now black women are in my corner now because I'm making bank. I mean, give us a break. Maybe it's because all the white women and Mexican women that he was around came from something. Like, and they didn't need anything from anybody. Like, maybe the black women he happened to be dealing with, like, needed to move up in life and want somebody that's willing to do that because they feel like who they've dealt with in the past is only trying to be on one level and they see somebody trying to grow, so finally they with it. Like, (laughs) that whole, like, oh, you wasn't with me when I was nothing, then you can't be with me when I'm something. I mean... To put that on a whole race, race. Of people. it's just ridiculous. Right. Right. Like it's the but if you met scarred, you know what I mean. No, and I that, get that. You know what I'm saying? But we all have our thing that we're scarred about, and then we have I that mean, opinion but when about. Scarred? It. How old are you? Are you 65 and you finally have it? Like, were you scarred because you were a teenager and the teenage girls weren't into you because you didn't have a car yet? Like, that's yeah. stupid. Like, that doesn't make any logical sense. Like, I mean, I, I hear you. I, so I just feel like, I mean, like I said, that's why I feel like in the end. So I basically, you're saying honest, black girls are gold diggers. Out of that sentence, you're you're referring to them as more gold diggers where I could show you many cases of some white females in which the show that I know, we watch. I know some too. Right. Wag, watch wags. But, 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 but see, that's where, that's where the conversation ends up going because somehow it becomes acceptable for white women to do it. But if black women are like, no, I'm only going to be with a man that has something and is trying to do something like because so I actually black am trying to be a gold digger. Yeah. And black women get Thirsty. that label much quicker than white women do. Or I don't want to just say no, white women, true. but generally All, all other women. races of women. Actually, yeah, because... Asians never get labeled. No, and they're and very particular some, about like. Oh, he, no, no, he don't got. And, and, and it's totally fine for people that have come from other races and other families that like. There's like, I mean, Persian people. They're not yep. like. They're not telling their daughters to marry Armenians broke down on the street, and that's right. perfectly acceptable. But somehow, the idea that a black woman wants to elevate is something horrible, and like, oh, you ain't shit. But that's because the culture looks at us like we ain't shit, and the idea that we think we deserve anything bigger than shit is like ridiculous which is bullshit because women have done it for centuries it's mm-hmm. how women have survived before they could even work and own property and all of that shit so why is the rule different for a black girl that's why I mean I definitely think that bullshit. black women get a bad rap on it and I think some of these are just real general too I was surprised that Essence actually put this out I was actually surprised they, that a lot did of did you read the, the caveat that they left at the bottom like this is just some people and we just wanted right. to like share we're just it. sharing this information yeah. right well, yeah, and I'm I, not cosmopolitan no so but I, I, I mean I, I will say this you know a, a, in 2015 I am surprised that so many brothers are still saying these same things but why? I don't know if it's because they have more options now you know um, is that is that maybe they've always had options yeah but the options are greater and bigger now because How? because there, okay, if we want to take it back to like slavery days, it well, was I mean, all, you obviously, know, no, 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 you guys didn't let me finish. What I'm saying is like, no, I'm not, I'm not, like, wait that. A I'm not talking about, I'm not taking the options to slavery. You're not letting me finish my statement. You guys just take a statement and run with it. You're not letting me finish the statement. I'm going to take it back to slavery days in the sense of the black man was still kind of, he was a slave and he was kind of mind tricked into, you know, the white woman sort of wanted the black man kind of concept and then he, he couldn't be with the white woman and then it like, through time and history things just kind of opened up as, as racism has changed slightly. So it's almost for, like a fetish thing in a way that, that when a black man is with a white woman. I think a lot of this started off... Well, a lot of 
a lot of it is say, fetish. Absolutely. Some people say yeah. it's the, I, the the concept of forbidden fruit. That that's it was what I'm forbidden saying. Fruit for it was so forbidden, long you couldn't have it. That they could have anything. Then they, they, want, then you they go crazy. Yeah. You're right. That's that's my point. Some people if you guys let me finish it, that was my point. But in the day and age where you're born, but I had to take it from the beginning. You know, I took it back. You guys brought up cotton. I didn't sugar cane fields and beating each other like we didn't I didn't say nothing about cotton. Damn it. Yeah, boy, I tell you, it's a tough crowd in this room. Oh, well, Child. what are you going to do? I mean, in the end... In the end, you know, love who you love. Because at the end of the day, it's hard enough to find somebody who well, loves you. Well, at this point, you, they're not so. even trying to love nobody. They're scared to approach you. Yeah. If you're scared right. to approach, then you don't deserve me. Yeah, honestly, like, if you're scared to... Seven reasons why men, black men, are scared to approach a black female. Or, or, or is it scared? They didn't well, scared. it's it's why it says seven reasons why single black men don't approach black don't. women. Why they don't approach? Okay, and I'll, I will just for the sake of uh, giving a little bit of both sides, I will say that yes, a lot of us black girls can be a little bit serious. We can be a little bit like resting bitch face, but. It's not that deep. It's sort of like the French. The French don't be smiling at everything that walk by and trying to hang out and meet everything that walk by. And consider this. Some of us grew up with black men hollering at us out of cars and hollering at us out of buses. Chuck my hey girl. What's up? So our resting bitch face is because we don't want to deal with that. But I feel you, but 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 on the flip side, then you can't be mad at a man who's had, like I said, my friend who's had a situation where why he doesn't date black women. I didn't say I wasn't mad. He made that the determination for the rest of his life. She just has a bitch face on. You can get past the bitch face. A bitch face is not me telling you don't come by. It's don't bring no bullshit this way. And it is also a protective mechanism because we're still female and when men approach you and men are negative towards you when they're approaching you you gotta be able to guard yourself because men obviously can generally be the aggressors in situations Absolutely. and you have a certain Absolutely. level of fear. You sure. ain't, I've been followed to my car with a fool yelling at me talking about bitch you can't talk to me right, right. I'm too good for you right. Like that nonsense has happened multiple times so when I look like I'm about not, not about the nonsense it's because of that. Right. I'm trying to protect myself. I'm at risk when I go out in a way that men are not. So get your dick up and go approach whoever the hell you want. Stop being worried about what she looked like in that moment. Maybe she had a bad day. Maybe she didn't get her Kool-Aid that morning. Why got to be Kool-Aid? Because I don't drink coffee and I was trying to think of the next thing Kool-Aid came out first. Sorry, I don't drink Kool-Aid. I actually make really bad Kool-Aid, too. Really? Yeah, I can't make Kool-Aid. Well, this is a great debate. We'd like to hear what you guys have to say, too. I'm sure you're going to have many comments on our YouTube, iTunes, and... I tried grapefruit juice. good for you, though. What, grapefruit juice? Yeah, Yeah, I love it. Can you put the camera on Dariel's cam? So I can go like this. Yeah, we got way too much. (laughs) We got way too much time. Yes, it wasn't grape juice. It wasn't grape juice. Cheers. In closing, for all of you ladies out there watching us at This Week... Daryl Kristen <laughs> likes black girls. Actually, I love black women. He loves Don't black just like, women. Love. We ain't seen no evidence of it yet. But he says he loves well, black women. That's actually offensive to my girlfriend. See, <laughs> I ain't never seen I've no seen Daryl's girlfriend. She is black. I can attest I can, to that. He can attest to that. I cannot. I've not seen his girlfriend, but... And see, wait, it should up. be on there number number up. eight. Don't be judging shit. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Because <laughs> all y'all be like, we can't look at you the same anymore, Dariel. You're a different person than right, we are. Right, right. Well, don't look at me then. 
There'll be plenty of other black exactly. women. Exactly. The BHL's only smashing down white girls. Exactly. That's going to be in the news. The new TMZ. All right. We're going to wrap this story up. Please remember to also vote again for the Buzz Media question. Are you excited for the Straight Outta Compton sequel? Um, I want to remind everyone also to go. like black girls? Yes, we should have made that the that question. Should that should have been the question. Yeah. And also, I want to remind everyone to also go to iTunes, look up Black Hollywood Live, give us a rating and comment. You've been doing great on YouTube as well. We appreciate uh, we it. We appreciate I it. I love the comment. And I love the comment back nowadays because I have to defend my blackness, apparently, and me dating Not black your women. blackness. I mean, sometimes you just have really ratchet opinions. So well, don't we all? You out on it. Don't we all? <laughs> don't we all? All right. Jesse, where can fans find you? Right now, you can hit me up on Twitter at DJ Jesse J, and I'll respond to you right now. No. Courtney, where can fans find I'm you? I'm on Twitter and Instagram at Stuart Starlet. And you can find me at Daryl Kristen on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. And you can find Jesse and I on WAGS Tuesday night, having somewhat of a similar conversation with some of the things we talked about, about today. All the gold digging about white the gold digging white girls and races and all that kind of fun stuff. All right, everybody. Uh, and also, um, I don't want to take this lightly, but today is 9-11, and I want to offer my condolences to the families um, and people that lost people during this hard time in New York City. Uh, we definitely are a huge supporter of anything that uh, will help this cause and, and not have this tragedy happen again. So, um, Love them, y'all. Love them, y'all. Say love, I love you. Say I love you to your family members. You never and know. You never know. And have a great weekend. Bye! <laughs> From executives Kevin Undergaro, Dario Kristen, Tiana Hobson, and the entire BHL staff, we would like to thank you for supporting Black Hollywood Live, the first online broadcast network dedicated to African-American entertainment. For questions and comments, contact us. Info at BlackHollywoodLive.com. Like us on Facebook, tweet us, or Instagram us at BHL Online. And I am the official voice of Black Hollywood Live, Scipio. Instagram me at KingXOBay. Thanks for tuning in. Hollywood Redefined. The views expressed here are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of BHL or its owners or principals.